Welcome to episode 118 of The Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Patrick, William, and Sarah. They use the donation button on our website. Thank you, Patrick, William, and Sarah, for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes, and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Today, we were going to talk about worry and obsessive thinking, but life intervened, and I think I want to talk a little bit about uh, living life on life's terms, about maybe acceptance, uh, about higher power moments. Earlier this week, uh, we had uh, painters painting our house, and one of them ran a ladder into our power line, which caused all kinds of excitement at the moment. I wasn't here for that. Nobody was hurt, gratefully. But they did manage to uh, do some do a number on the, the power that comes into our house. And in consequence, uh, a number of appliances and such got about 200 volts rather than the 120 volts that they're uh, designed for. And one of those, which I just discovered as I sat down to record this morning, was the power supply for my audio mixer, which means that I was not able to do the phone conversation that I had planned for the worry episode. I called Eric, who was going to be co-hosting the episode, and explained the problem to him, and he said, well, I think this is sort of a higher power moment because I'm having trouble finding Wi-Fi where I am, And he had been, this is July 5th, and so it's the day after our July 4th celebration. And both of us had gone to see fireworks last night with our daughters. But I gather his drive was a little longer than mine was, because mine was about a 10-minute walk from home. And so he didn't get home till midnight. We were going to start recording at 7 a.m., and we were ready. But all of a sudden, these technical difficulties intervened at both ends. And so it seemed like the best thing to do was to go with the uh, apparent uh, the apparent higher powers will if you will about the moment and to postpone so we'll have a little more time to prepare and probably we'll have a a better discussion about about worry and obsessive thinking and I'm not going to obsess over it now and what that means is that I'm doing this episode sort of off the cuff that uh talking about something that I hadn't planned but that uh it was really been been in my life this week uh, with the uh, the power incident uh, found a new kind of pow- new sort of powerlessness oh, literally uh, although not for long but we had to once i discovered that that we had this problem of of 200 volts on some circuits and almost nothing on other circuits i totally turned the power off and we had to wait until the contractors from the electric company came to repair the damage, which they did. When the, fo- when the guys from the power company came, they, they measured some voltages and said, oh, you must have a short inside the house. And, and I said, I don't think so. I said, this is, this is what I observe happening. You know, sort of stood up there and, and uh, wasn't confrontational, but really said that I did not believe that the problem was inside the house and eventually convinced the the crew boss to come down into the basement to my breaker panel where I exhibited the problem. And he said, Oh, 
yeah, that's that's not good. And went back outside, talked to his guys, and they found that the problem was actually at the other end of the power drop. It was up at the pole where one of the wires had broken. And so they repaired it, and we were sort of back in business in that we had normal power again. And then we started trying to use different things, and one of the first things that we tried was to to turn on the air conditioning. Not that it was hot, but we wanted to make sure it would work, and it didn't. Uh, and we, in fact, we have two furnaces in our house, two air conditioning setups, because of the the way the house was built. There was an addition added that had to have totally separate, uh, totally separate heat and cooling in it, and so neither of those would turn on. And luckily, it was not hot; it was not cold, and so we were able to to decide to live with that powerlessness, the power of not being able to control the temperature of our environment, which in today's society, we take for granted to a large extent. Uh, we only run into this no heat or no power, uh, no heat or no cooling when, when we lose power or uh, some other sort of disaster happens. And there we were. And it was too late to call the furnace repair company. I said to my wife, is this an emergency? And she said, no, it's, it's not an emergency. We can live with this. And so we accepted uh, that we had no heat or cool. Uh, in, and it was a little bit more difficult than you might think because the painters had put plastic over all the windows so they would not get uh, painted, I think, by... I think they were spraying paint on a large part of the house and so they didn't want the, the spray to drift onto the windows because I've had that happen and it's, it's a pain to clean off. You have to go at it with a razor blade over the whole surface of the window because you get these little little specks of paint and hearing everywhere. So there we were, and and we just we went with it. You know, we we pulled out a couple of fans and and uh, and just went with it. And some other appliances were broken. Uh, we took that partly as a as an opportunity. Uh, replaced a, an old microwave with one that's newer and a little bit smaller, which we have a small kitchen, so that was helpful. And it's it's been an exercise in in living with what the world with what our higher power gives us. Uh, we still have some appliances that don't work. Uh, was not able to get the appliance repair person to come until next week. And and so, for example, we're back to walk, washing dishes by hand. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm grateful that there's only the two of us now because when we were a family of four, that would have been a lot more work. Of course, we would have had more help also. And just used to our modern conveniences. Uh, and so continue to discover things that were broken by it. Uh, in fact, our home landline phone uh, was a, a phone, wireless phone, answering machine, all in one. The only thing that works on it now is the basic phone, phone functions. Uh, they work with the power provided by the phone company because the rest of it got burned out. We have, we have a decision here. Uh, our higher powers are forcing us to make a decision about the landline phone, which we rarely use these days. Uh, we mostly use it to screen calls from politicians and poll takers and uh, local businesses and our various alma maters trying to get us to give money and our children's alma maters trying to get us to give money. And so we, we very rarely use that phone. And so this now brings up a question of maybe maybe it's time to just get rid of the landline. Maybe maybe God is telling us something. You don't use this this phone, you're paying for it, Why? 
So that would feel weird to me. I grew up in the in the era where there was one or two telephones in the house. In fact, for the first decade or so of my life, we had a party line. And many of you may not even know what that means. What that means is that there were four houses on the same phone line. Each rang individually, but you only one house could be on the telephone at a time. And you could, if you picked up the phone and you heard somebody else talking, it meant that one of the other uh, houses was using their phone and, and you just had to hang up and wait until they were done. Uh, and then uh, we got, got our own, uh, you know, our own phone line that wasn't a party line. And, and so I grew up where you, you had a phone in the house and you had a phone number and, you know, my parents at their house had the same phone number for almost 50 years. Yeah, I think it was 50 years. You know, I've had this phone number, my landline phone number, for almost 30 years. And so it's kind of strange to think about giving it up, but you know, maybe that's the right thing to do now. I think we have to, to let that sit and, and decide. And we are in a position uh, to be able to replace the broken things, and particularly the uh, the painting company's insurance is supposed to pay for our damages, which included a really significant sum of money to repair the, the furnaces. We do have air conditioning and heat again. Not that we've needed them much the last few days. It's really been uh, beautiful weather temperature-wise, and, and yesterday, the 4th of July, was a gorgeous day. Uh, very temperate, sunny, great day to be outside, great day for fireworks in the evening. So I've had my little journey this week of, of uh, acceptance, of living with what the world gives me, and of waiting for those, or recognizing those higher power moments when the higher power says, you know, maybe this is not what you want to be doing right now. I want to thank those of you who have sent in voice contributions about worry and obsessive thinking. We will be using those when we record the, that episode. After talking about worry, hopefully later this week, I'm thinking ahead to what topics we might want to talk about in, in some upcoming episodes, and definitely we'll get back together with Akila and we will talk about uh, the concepts of service again, looking at concepts six and seven at this point, which Concept six says, the conference acknowledges the primary administrative responsibility of the trustees. And I'm thinking, wow, how do I apply that to my, my personal life? But I'm looking at this, this book, Reaching for Personal Freedom, which has a nice discussion of, of each of the steps, traditions, and concepts, and really looks at how they might apply in our lives rather than uh, in their original context. I'm just looking at the sections under concept six, and... There's one, one labeled assigning duties and one sharing the workload and communication is essential. And so I can look at those and say, ah, okay, I'm starting to see this is about who does what and how we communicate about that. So that I can pretty much apply to my life. Concept seven, the trustees have legal rights while the rights of the conference are traditional. And the first section under concept seven then talks about what's legal authority, what's traditional authority, and defining my responsibilities, respecting my legal responsibility, cooperative respect, 
and finding balance. And and so when I look, even just looking at those section headings, I start to see how this particular concept I can apply it in my life and not just in the way the business of Al-Anon is run. So if you have thoughts about these concepts, I'd love to hear them. I'd love to include them in that episode when we do it. So uh, let us know. And then I was looking through my email for topic suggestions that you sent in. I came across one from Kara about Al-Anon dreams. And I think Kara sent this shortly after the Recovered podcast did one about drinking dreams. And that triggered this thought, well, what kind of dreams do those of us in Al-Anon have uh, related to you know, our alcoholic situation or, or whatever that uh, we, could, we could share? And in sharing, find more commonality. I remember talking to an AA friend of mine, and this, this topic of drinking dreams came up, and I said, well, I have drinking dreams. I dream that my loved one is drinking. And then I realized that, oh my God, she's drinking again. This is horrible. And he was just astounded that I, as an Al-Anon, would have drinking dreams, but it happens. So if you've had an Al-Anon dream and you want to share it with us, I think this would be a great opportunity to do a, a cooperatively built multi-voice episode. So if you would call the voicemail number and, and tell us about your Al-Anon dream or send an email or uh, get in touch with me and we can uh, set up a phone call or a Skype call to, where you can tell, tell me about your drinking dream, uh, your Al-Anon dream. I think that would just be fascinating to to hear all those different voices and how how our situation comes into our dream, how we maybe go back to the way it was or find ourselves in in a place where our loved one maybe has found recovery if they're not in recovery currently. I don't know. So give me a call. Uh, let us know. And I'd love to share your voice. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 734-707-8795. Call right now, 734-707-8795. You can just pause the podcast. I'll be here when you come back. You can also use the voicemail button on the website to join the conversation from your computer. And if you prefer not to use your voice, you can send email to feedback at com. We'd love to hear from you, share your experience, strength, and hope, or your questions about today's topic of, I don't know, what is today's topic? Uh, living with what life gives you or something. Acceptance, living in the moment, or any of our upcoming topics. And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, let us know. You can find all the information about the show, including notes for each episode, links to the music and other things that I talk about, we talk about in the episodes, links to some other recovery podcasts and websites that we like. And if you... Want to join the conversation, being a co-host or uh, recording uh, a shorter sort of interview, if you will, conversation? Uh, we can do that. Phone, Skype, Google Hangout, just email feedback at com if you're interested. I'm going to share some of your uh, voicemails and emails that uh, came in in the, uh, in the past couple of weeks. Here's a, a voicemail Hey, I just, Spencer, I just want to tell you that I do listen to your show. I'm in Dallas, Texas. 
and uh, I usually do it while I'm on a 6, 10, 15-mile walk, and uh, it's my way of having additional meetings during the week, and um, it's been a great thing for me, especially I love on my iPhone being able to look up all the feeds and kind of choose a discussion topic that I don't discuss, I just listen, so healthy for me. I'm on a walk right now, and it's summertime in Dallas, June, toward the end of June. Thank you very much. And thank you for that call, and I'm, I'm hearing this from a lot of people, that I can be with you when you're walking, when you're doing the dishes, when you're in the car, and that is one of the, the powers of podcasting, that we can, we can be together wherever you are, whenever you are, whenever you're able to listen. Uh, you don't have to tune in when I'm on the air. You can, you can tune in on your time. Got an email from Brian, writes, Dear Recovery Show, Slowly catching up with old episodes. I finished episode 85, Alcoholism, this morning on the way to work. I listened to number 116 last Thursday. I check for a new episode every morning. Appreciate the message of community in the episode. I led a meeting a few weeks ago on Let It Begin With Me. I think that creating community in your life is essential to recovery. It's the slow formation of trust and relationships through recovery and Al-Anon that have helped me to get out of my head and on the road to recovery. I think that as an act-as-if thing, too, you have to trust in the program so that you can trust people, so that you can build relationships, so that you can find, hopefully, serenity and recovery. What a great, Went to a great meeting last night on honesty. I felt a lot of relief from hearing I was not the only one who had problems being honest with myself. Some of the shares spoke about how working step four brought self-honesty to the person's life for the first time. I'm not there yet, but was wondering what other people's experience was on the subject. On the comment about fear, page 172, Encourage to Change. Courage is fear that has said its prayers. That really hit me when I read it. Thanks for being the meaning in my pocket, Brian. Thank you, Brian, for writing. And honesty, you know, I have a thought here, not exactly about honesty, but about openness and sharing. Uh, yesterday is my, my Saturday morning meeting and it was the first meeting in July. And so as is the case in that meeting, we had a, a fourth step table. And the fourth step is to take a searching and fearless moral inventory. And at this table, we're working through the booklet blueprint for progress. Uh, one question at a time. Uh, we usually get through uh, two or three questions each month when we meet on that table. And so for the last several weeks, I think a month maybe, we have been in the chapter about sex, which is uncomfortable to talk about uh, openly in a meeting. But because of the courage of the other people around the table sharing openly and honestly their thoughts about these questions about stuff that is very personal and that I don't talk about very much to anybody including my loved one, uh, I was able to open up and share parts of my life that I don't think I've ever said out loud before. It's the power, the power of the circle, the power of the meeting, the power of the sharing, the power of being open and honest and vulnerable that enables the rest of us to be similarly open and honest and vulnerable and to feel the acceptance uh, in the room, the, the, 
I did not feel any any judgment coming back at me for the as as one of an open talk I listened to recently the the drop dead secrets that I shared, and that is just amazing, and that's the power of honesty. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Tamlin left us some voicemail. Tamlin called with an interesting suggestion in response to my concern and expression that this podcast is is not an Al-Anon meeting. It's not conference-approved literature. It's just individual people sharing their own experience, strength, and hope uh, and what they found in, in the Al-Anon or other 12-step programs. And hear what Tamlin had to say. Hey, Spence, this is Tamlin. So the thought was that please consider billing your show as a meeting. You have multiple guests on. Anybody listening can take what they like and leave the rest behind. You use Al-Anon references constantly. And um, since you're rebuilding your website, perhaps you can have a separate link that clearly links people away from the website to a secondary website that has non-Al-Anon approved literature on it or items on it. Uh, and I think that would be really beneficial because I think we should be able to list your recovery show in our list of meetings. And we should be able to put it on what we hand out. We hand out a little, uh, make a little thing about conference approved literature and sources where people can find it at the, at our meetings. We put them in our, um, welcome packet along with our phone list. And, you know, I think we should be able to put the recovery show on that list of places where you can find resources. So there you go. Much love to you. Thank you so much for all you do, for your honesty and your courage and your openness and how well you work the program. And you are making my life a lot better and my program better. Bye-bye. Have a great week. And, you know, that's a really interesting idea. That's a really interesting idea, Tamlin. I really had not thought of, of that. I, and I have to, I'm going to have to take a little bit of time to think about how I feel about that. Uh, and whether, I mean, wow, I mean, it sort of is a meeting. I don't know. I'm going to think on it. Thanks. Uh, Jen, who was a guest in the episode titled Stay or Go, this was number 78, sent a short voicemail about where her life has gone and the changes that have occurred since we recorded that episode almost a year ago. Hi, Spencer. This is Jen. I haven't uh, communicated in a while, but I've been listening faithfully. Um, I'm sending this message because I recently decided to end my marriage to my qualifier. And he doesn't know yet, and there are only a few people in my life who know. And everyone in my life who knows um, is very supportive of me, and which is great, but I feel like it is unrealistic to assume that I bear no responsibility in the situation. So I remembered that there is a recovery show episode on Stay or Go, so I pulled it up to listen to it because I was hoping that it would trigger something in me to help uh, help me see 
what responsibility I do bear in bringing the situation to this point. And it wasn't until I was listening to the introduction and heard you say that there were four stories uh, in the episode that I remembered that I had contributed, and one of those stories was mine, writing in as um, a perspective of someone who has chosen to stay. So that was really interesting to listen to where I was a year ago versus where I am now. But anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for continuing to do what you do. Thank you for keeping those old episodes out there so that when um, when something in particular, when I feel like that's what I need to focus on, I can go dig up an episode that fits the situation. So really glad that you're still doing what you're doing and keep up the good work. Thanks. And Jen, thank you for your openness and honesty about this and and letting us know that uh, with the program, we accept the changes that come to our lives and we know that we can move on. We know that, that we don't have to make final decisions until we're sure that that decision is right for us. So thank you. Roger left a comment on the website says, stumbled on your podcast and website in my search for some semblance of sanity in my life. I'm an adult child of an alcoholic and father of an active addict. I'm struggling with everything and tired of living in fear that my baby boy will live the rest of his life as a practicing addict. He's only 24, and for the last eight years, I've been afraid he will never recover. There are no local programs that I can find, so face-to-face meetings are challenging. Thank you, Internet. I'm looking for where to start. I grew up in the program, but apparently forgot everything listening to episode 70 tonight. Thanks. Thanks for your your letter, Roger. And my heart is with you, and my prayers are with you and your son. It's, It's a hard place to be when our loved one is still out, still drinking or drugging, and it feels like it will never change. Um, I lived that for, for many years. And you said you were listening to episode 70, and just as a reminder for everybody else, episode 70 is the one titled Living with Alcoholism. And as I recall, there's some personal sharing from me and from uh, other members in, in that episode. I hope something we have to say might touch your heart, might help you a little bit. Thanks for writing. An email question came in recently. It says, I've just come across the podcast and webpage. How often do new episodes come out, and will the live feed be included? Thank you for everything you do. I intend, I want, to record a new episode every week. And as you probably know, if you listen to recent episodes, uh, that's been difficult recently. I have followed up on my decision to take a little bit of time off this summer, and I am signed up for a vacation day every Friday from now until September. And I had my first one yesterday, although it was a holiday, because it was not yesterday, the day before yesterday. It was a holiday because July 4th fell on the weekend, so we got July 3rd as a holiday, but I took it as one of my off Fridays, and as is usual, I was thinking about, well, what do I need to do tomorrow? What do I it was Thursday night, I was thinking about, what do I need to do tomorrow? And I said, no, I don't need to do anything tomorrow. Tomorrow is my day off. I may choose to do some things. And 
so the first thing I did was I slept in because I'm still getting over a cold. And that was nice and that was helpful. And I got up. I had a nice leisurely breakfast, uh, showered and so on. And after lunch, decided that maybe I would go get a new microwave to replace the one that, that got fried in the in the power issue. And so I put the dog and myself into the car. It was a, a cool day in the 60s, so I felt I could safely leave him in the car while I went into the store. And I drove to a nearby appliance store and went in and said, I'm looking for a small countertop microwave. They said, they're over there. I went over, I started looking. I found the one I liked, but it was the wrong color. I turned around. There was a big pile of boxes with microwaves in them behind me, and lo and behold, there was the one I wanted in the right color, which is white, that's what my wife told me, and she's the design, visual design person in the family, so I go with that. I had earlier in the week found some stainless steel-faced microwaves, and she said, well, I think I could live with stainless, but I really prefer white, so I had the time, and... And so I got the new microwave, put it in the back of the car, spent some more time out with the dog, and came home, brought the microwave into the house, set it on the floor, didn't feel like I had to install it right away. And just, you know, I had a a very leisurely day on Friday. It was, and it was also healing because, as I said, I'm still, still getting over a cold. I still have a little bit of a drip, a little bit of roughness in my throat. You may have heard that a couple times during the episode, during this recording, but I really took it easy, really took care of myself. And this is, this is my intent for my Fridays. I have to have a day that's not programmed. I have to have a day that's not predetermined, a day where maybe I will do some things that need to get done, but not because I put them on a schedule and then felt that I had to, because I've had too much of that in the last couple of years and, and really need the time off. So, wow, how did I get to there? Anyway, <laughs> um, thank you. And uh, yeah, okay. The other question in, in the email was about the live, listen live feed. And I've talked about that, I think, before earlier this year, but it's, it's difficult in just in terms of my internet setup to record with somebody who is remote, who's coming in maybe by Skype, and also to do the live feed. The other, the other, one of the other issues that I have with, with doing the, the listen live is that my recording schedule is not as regular as it was uh, back when I was doing the show with, with Kelly and Swetha. We stuck to a fairly regular recording schedule. And now that I'm recording mostly with people who are elsewhere in the country or in some cases elsewhere in the world, that schedule is a lot more irregular because we have to find a time that fits both my schedule and my guest schedule, and that's not always two or three o'clock on Sunday afternoon, which had been my recording time for quite a while. And so, I could. There are times when I could do the live feed, but since it's not regularly scheduled, it's not at an expected time. I think it'd be harder for people to to follow. I don't know. Um, you know, tell me what you think if, if you'd like to go back to that, but, uh, you know, it's just one more thing. It's one more thing. And, and as I said, right now, I'm trying to simplify a little bit. So I took the listen live link off of the website because 
realized really haven't done that in probably over a year. And it's just a sort of false advertising. So I took it off. Uh, several people sent private messages expressing thanks, uh, giving suggestions, uh, just talking about uh, your experience with the uh, with the show. And I thank you for those. Uh, and I feel like when when you leave a voicemail, I see your phone number, but I don't feel that you've really given me permission to call. And so um, those of you who left voicemail, I can only thank you uh, here. If you did ask me to call, uh, I will do that if I haven't already. Got uh, one new review in iTunes last month from uh, Faye Marion in the UK, titled Excellent. And they write, nicely paced discussion on topics connected to life and recovery. I like that there's no music because I can listen before bedtime without worrying music will wake me up. It's a gentle discussion and very insightful. This is my go-to podcast if I'm needing a meeting and can't get to one. Thanks to all involved for making a difference in my life. And thank you so much for that review. And uh, It means a lot and it helps people who are looking for something like this podcast to find us more easily because it helps to put us up in the search rankings inside of iTunes. So thank you for everybody who's left a review recently or a rating. You can leave a rating if without a review and it doesn't show your name if you're concerned about your anonymity. still helps us to, uh, to stay visible. It doesn't cost you anything to listen to The Recovery Show, but we do have expenses. They run about $60 a month. You can help to support us and keep us on the web, ending your ear in a couple of ways. We have a donation on the website where you can support us directly, just like Patrick, William, and Sarah did. And thank you again for those contributions. We've also put together a list of recovery-related books. Click on the books link on any of the pages on the, on the website. And if you order one of these books from Amazon through our website, we'll receive a small commission. In fact, anything you order from Amazon after clicking on one of the links will help us. It costs you nothing extra, and it helps to keep us on the air. And I did have uh, an email this week, I think, from somebody who was having some difficulty uh, with the uh, the Amazon links. And what I found is the simplest way to do it. There's a, If you go to the books page, you can uh, click on sort of the, the picture of the book cover or uh, generally for the ones from Amazon, there'll be a little order from Amazon button right below the book. And if you click on that, it should take you right to the order page for that book in the Amazon website. And then you can decide what format you want the book in, if it comes in hardcover, paperback, uh, Kindle or whatever. A lot of books are available in, in audible form from Amazon now that Amazon has bought audible. So you can, if you prefer to listen to books on tape, you can, you can do that too. Anyway, thank you for your support in whatever form you give it. Might be telling your friends about us. Might be buying something from Amazon. Might be just listening. That is support. Thank you. We're here for you. Thank you for listening, and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. If we did not talk about a problem you are facing today, feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode. My understanding, love, and peace growing you one day at a time.